1: Conducting Zoom up, Zoom call conference call from past ten years. If you have any questions, raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, let our team know you're a newcomer and put your camera on.
2: Achillesh?
3: uh hi, hi Rahul. Uh, yeah, I was uh, uh, asking this question yesterday. Uh, so my wife was on H uh, four before October thirteenth, and on October fourteenth, our H one B was approved. Uh, With a change of status. So technically, she's on H1B right now. But due to health Mm -hmm. issues, uh, she wanted to go back to uh, H4EAD. Yesterday, Mm -hmm. you were selecting Margarita Visa Magic. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I looked at it. I just wanted to know uh, if that's possible, given that she already got a new I 94 on change of status, on her H1B change of status.
1: Absolutely possible. Next person,
3: please. Uh, It is definitely
1: possible. uh, Watch the video, please.
2: Next person, please. Sandeep.
1: Hey, Rahul.
4: Uh, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Hey, hey, Rahul. This is Sandeep. So, I have a situation like that. I was working with one of the company, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, I have my uh, okay. So, how was that? So, you know, I, I had one company. You know, I had my I one forty approved with them. Then, company was taken over by another company. And I have my uh, I-140 application filed with the new company who taken over mm-hmm. and along with that, they have filed concurrent I-140 application that also has been approved. So I got my EAD with the new company, with the new I-140 as well as I-485. So now I move to the new company. I got now fee from UICS. They are saying you are having two I-140 application approved. Uh, which one you want to you want us to go ahead uh, and and uh, process your application uh, that is uh, I 485 application. So I have two mm-hmm. I 485 application approved. Uh, one is with the company uh, that is company two A. I
1: one forty approved. Not yes two I I one I 485. One is with company mm-hmm. A and one is with company B. Company, company B is what you're working right now. So tell them to use. What is your priority? No, date? No, no.
4: Company B, I was working, I got my EAD, I moved to the different company now, Company C. Company, company C, C, yes. Uh, company C, they are filing my 485J, that is uh, portability, uh, AC21. What But is your priority date? Priority date is September, uh, September 2013.
1: Okay so is yeah, the support. company's company b's
4: i140 is in eb2 or eb3 that is eb3 only everything is EB3. everything is EB3. okay then yeah.
1: then tell them to use the company b's i140 company
4: b okay uh, whichever company uh, take on over the company a right that's what you're saying company can, b yes yeah, that's right the one that oh, you filed
1: question. i mean
4: yeah 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 my question is that who can file that because company uh, b is right that i left already the, with them i have no no my, no no
5: right yeah. now
1: Right now, you um, have an RFE asking for yes. the 485J supplement or they're just asking which one to use? Is that right.
4: Both, both, both. Actually, they sent two points. One is... Uh, I got it.
1: So, have the company C file the 485J supplement. Have a note okay. from you that you want to use company B's I-140 approval. You're good. I know you already left company B. I know company B is not going to cooperate. Too. I don't even care if the I-140 has been withdrawn by company B. Okay. Okay. That,
4: that letter can be written
1: by you. Literally, okay. can be written by you. We have had a lot of these RFPs before.
4: Okay, so in this case, let's say if I want to hire one of your attorneys, so is that okay? I can hire them absolutely. It's
1: like you want, to yeah, nothing bad, you know, if you want to make
5: sure. Yes, you can, you can hire us. It's
1: a very simple RFP. I don't know why the lawyers are not able to do it, but yeah, if you want to come to us, we'll take care of you.
4: So do you you have any template or something I can put in those details
1: and do that? We have Uh, templates and all those things, but we don't give them in the, we don't give them here in the, in the zoom call. You'll have to have a consultation or hire us. Okay. 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 Sure. Sure.
4: Thanks. Thanks.
1: Thanks. Next person, please.
3: Hi Rahul. Uh, So I have an issue regarding H1B expiry date, which is a lot earlier than the petition expiry date. On my H-1B visa, um, I had applied for the H-1B visa on 20th October at New Delhi uh, Dropbox, and my H-1B was issued. Uh, visa was issued on October 26th, uh, 2022. Um, the expiry date mentioned on the issued H-1B visa is 2nd April 2023, but the petition expiry date as mentioned on the work authorization document is August 5th, 2025. So technically the H-1B was issued for five months instead of two years and 10 months. Uh, this will become an issue for me to re-enter and any suggestions or any course of action to resolve the H-1B expiry issue?
1: Expirity issue is not the issues, right? The start date is the issues, right for you?
3: Uh, so the end date, the expiry date is an issue.
1: What's the expiry, expiry date though? Exact expiry date.
3: So, the expiry date of the H1B visa is 2nd April 2023, which is just five months from the issue date.
1: When is your pass? When is the H1B expiring exactly?
3: It's expiring uh, the petition. I 797 is expiring on August 5th,
1: 2025. Oh, they did a mistake by two years.
3: Yes, it's a big mistake. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, two things you can do is you can just come to United States. When you come to United States, you can show them the H-1B approval that is expiring in August of 2025 and request for the I-94 until 2025. Okay. Uh, they most probably will give it. There is a chance they won't give it. If they don't give it, you can extend it once you come here. Okay. The second option is you request the consulate to correct it, which I don't know how long it's going to take for them to correct it. You see the point?
3: Okay. Got it. Okay. So So those are the only two options.
1: The correction has to be made in India, but I don't know how the process works because there is no clear process for it. The first one is there is a clear process for it. Okay. Next person, please.
2: Lakshmi.
6: Hi, sir. Thank you. Uh, is that okay? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, my H1 got
2: approved
6: in 2013. It was a transfer of uh, change of status from H4 to H1. So H4 to H1 uh, process slow. During that process, before October 1st, I got uh divorce. So I'm <laughs> actually any... Uh, out of status. Or, so uh, so, so or when is your H-1B approved date? approved date was um, during the, uh, the course of... Give keywords, me the sir. date. No, sir. Give me the dates, please. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. I didn't remember the date, but... Uh, well, then
1: you have to make a consultation because I need the dates. Exact diverse date, exact H-1B approval date. I need the dates. I can't go with approximate okay? Okay. You may want Sir, to book a consultation so that we can go over the things.
6: Sir, but I have one question here. So mm-hmm. the local court uh, in uh, local district court gave the decree, but I challenged it in the AP High Court and they gave a stay and that stay petition was active until 2016. Like it was active for like next three years.
1: i so, when was the diverse decree finalized for you?
6: We kind of got into agreement that uh, we are uh, I am okay, withdrawing my, my
1: question. Your agreement won't be enough. The judge has to sign it.
6: Okay. That's in active was 531, 2013.
1: When did you get the h one approved?
6: During those days. Next. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, sir.
1: Yeah, I know. Next question. Next person,
7: please. Pankaj. Hi, Rahul. Uh, Pankaj here. So what basically has happened here is that uh, my visa stamp expired like five and a half years ago and I am now planning to go for a Dropbox for me, for my wife, H4, and my kid, H4, who is seven years old, but upon calling Mm -hmm. the US Travel Talks, person right he was weirdly telling me that the h4 kid is not eligible for Dropbox because me and my wife's stamp has been expired more than one years ago so is it really true that h4 uh, h4 is not eligible for Dropbox and he has to go through a regular appointment that is creating a lot of stress and confusion for me so when you
1: go online on the appointments, though it's not allowing you to make an appointment for it your son for Dropbox for, but you guys, it's allowing you to go for Dropbox.
7: No, it is allowing our all, all three of us to go for a Dropbox, but there is a message that is on the US travel docs website that says that each applicant should determine his eligibility waiver individually and not take it as a group.
1: Yeah, I I got the point. So what I would do, I would recommend is make an appointment. Okay. Make an appointment for all the three. Yeah. Go for the interview if by any chance they will call for the interview. Have your wife yeah. spend extra time with your child and you can come back and your wife can come back a little bit later. It normally takes extra two, three weeks.
7: But does it require to like, like, is it a walk-in interview or again, I have to wait for six, seven months to get an interview. No, you don't, have, you don't have, if you go for the Dropbox, if there
1: is an interview, you don't have to yeah. make an appointment they will give, they will call you within 2 weeks
7: okay so if if the us travel docs is allowing all three of us to go for a drop uh, i should simply make a payment for all three of us and assume and like go for go with the flow what what the application is allowing me right
1: right that's right
7: and then then you don't
1: have to you don't have to make an appointment for your son separately yeah they will give it to you automatically and it normally will be two to three weeks will not be longer
7: than that or or they can approve under the dropbox itself right which is most probably is going to happen and another thing that has happened in that same application is that uh, my uh, i797 extension got approved but my lawyer is telling me that uh, uscis has done some buff up in the g28 application because of which my approval notice has not arrived yet, even after three weeks. So, uh, how, how can we correct this, this G28 issue? They are saying that there is a widespread glitch on the USAIS side. They are not able to recognize G28 and they are sending uh, approval notice to no one, neither to the emperor, neither to the person. So, Pankaj,
1: Pankaj, Pankaj. You can do a freedom of information, and you can yeah. get your H-1B approval, which is a literal copy of it. You can yeah. use that. You can use that for getting the stamping and coming back into United States. And, and I'm will going to give work... you a link of that to you.
7: Yes. And will that work for even pa- uh, license renewal also? Because my license renewal is stuck because of uh, because I don't have an approval copy.
1: I I don't know whether it will work for the license renewal, but I can for sure tell that. If you go and come back, United States uh, and you will get an I-94 and the passport stamping. That will be good enough for you to get the stamping. But if you want actual copy of it though, then you have to file something called I-824. It might take one year for you to get it. The second option is to file an amendment saying that your salary has been increased or decreased by $5 and file an amendment and get the approval in a premium processing. Next person, please.
2: Yeah. Uh, hi, Rahul. So, I have my uh, H-1B stamping done till uh, September 2024. So, I have recently moved to the Chicago and I filed a uh, change of location uh, amendment. It is currently in process. Mm-hmm. So, my question is, am I good to travel while my amendment is in process uh, for out of country?
1: I do not recommend it, ma'am. Get it approved and then travel. That will be better, ma'am. Okay. Okay. Yep. Because the USCIS has not approved it. You're telling CBP to approve it. It becomes a problem.
2: Okay. Okay. So, and it's from the same employer.
1: I know that amendment I is normally with the same employer. Next person.
2: Oh.
8: Hi, Rahul. Um, I have a small question. So I got my green card uh, more than two months back. Um, everything was fine until I got a notification on, from the case tracker app that, my case has my 485 has been transferred to a new field office. I got the letter that, and it, it says that it's been transferred to Texas for faster processing, which I don't know what it means. Uh, you got the green card in hand? Yes, uh, it's been more than two months.
1: And your priority date was current at that time?
8: Yes, everything was current at that time. Did you so, file
5: two 485 applications?
8: no so the only other thing which i can think about is that i had a service request which was open at that time and now then i got a mail after some time that the service request had been closed because 485 was approved i don't know if there's a correlation between these two but i found it strange that
1: it's definitely strange for me too uh, it's definitely strange for me too. you know what I want you to do. I want you yes. to file it because that's, that's very odd. I want you to file a freedom of information, get a copy of a file. Okay. And the link I've provided to the other person here, you take that link. Okay.
8: Um, so the question is, does it cause any problems in the naturalization process
1: at this point of time? I think so you have less than 1% probability of any problem at this point of time, unless I know something else. I will consider that as an error. I will not panic and go crazy at this point of time. File the freedom of information right now. Okay? Because it's definitely... On ESPN's the thing, 5, you mean? That is right. And get the C to see if it's been approved or if there is any problem or not. 99% of the time... The,
8: I didn't no, call the... just
1: file the... Yeah. What did they say?
8: Um, So the tier one said that I can see in the system that it's approved. And so then I asked, should I ignore the message? She said, yeah, you can ignore the message because in the system I see it's approved.
1: Yeah. Just still file the freedom of information, get a copy just for the records. Okay. Next person, please. Okay.
8: Thank you.
9: Yeah, Hi. Uh, Thanks for giving me this opportunity. Uh, is it possible to apply uh, convert from H1 to H1B with the future date and also file uh, H4 and H4EAD at the same time with the future
1: date? Wait, wait. You want to
9: convert H1 to H1B? Would I mean extend it? Sorry, H1B to H4 and H4EAD both uh,
1: with the future when you date. you apply for the future date, they are getting confused. They don't see the future date. they, they approve it immediately. What's your problem in putting the current date?
9: Uh, my worry is like uh, in case if I convert to H4, I will lose this work authorization. So uh, I don't. Uh, the wait, wait. You're there, appla- so.
1: you're applying for H4 plus EAD both, is right?
9: Yeah. So right now, uh, so my wife, actually, it is for my wife. Uh, she is right now on H1B. She wants to convert to H4 and H4 EAD. I
1: got. Why? Why do you need a future date though? Why can't you apply current date?
9: Okay. Uh, so so. Both H4 and H4AD can be approved at the same time?
1: Yeah, 99% of the time, yes.
9: Okay. And uh, like do... uh, If you file them together. She has to... uh, If you file them together. Okay. Okay. So uh, until it is approved, she can still continue on H1B, right? Uh, You're absolutely right. And she doesn't have to go for stamping if uh, H4AD, if she got H4AD... No, sir.
1: No, sir, she doesn't have to go for stamping. Next person, please. Okay. Only Thanks, two sir. questions. Thank guys. You. Yeah. Okay. Guys, thank put you. the questions. Put the questions. I'll try to answer. Mr. La- Lakshmi Goginini, you're really not giving the information. I don't know. You don't give me the dates. I need the date. Date the diverse decree is finalized. Date the H1B is approved. Date the H1B start date is three dates. No, I said three dates. Would you listen to me? Oh, come on, this guy's strange. N- next person, please.
2: Hey, hi, hi. Uh, so I'm currently on H1B, and my H1B was approved on October 1st. So, with, with the change of status from H4, uh, but there was a previous H4 EAD extension. So, I'm and it is mm-hmm. still pending. So what will happen if H4 EAD gets extension gets approved now? Like that's uh, called
1: last that's uh, called last action rule. Whatever is the last action will work for you. So I strategical. go ahead. Sorry.
2: Now. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah. So actually I want to go to H4 EAD again. So which is why I asked. Right. Uh,
1: I know you're you're better off do nothing. The H4 CAD will be approved. Okay. Most probably 95% of the time. If it gets approved, you automatically move to the age for you. Okay. Okay.
2: So do, so do I have Next to file the change of status or? Uh...
1: No, it automatically goes, you automatically change the change of status. Okay. Next okay. person, please. Dan. Hi, hi, Rahul. Uh, my name is uh, Dan. So I am using EP3. Uh, GCEAD, so I'm changing my jobs based on that, uh, but my new employer, which is TCS is not giving me I-485 supplement J. They said they will give only there is an RFE only or Only if there is an RFE or there is an interview, yeah. Yeah. Will that be okay? Uh, will there cause That's any fine. issues? Okay. No, sir. No issues. A lot of big companies are doing that. Okay. But then, but nowadays the interviews they don't give much notice, right? USCIS is studying interviews like one week's notice and all that. I have seen some of my coworkers getting interview dates like that. You can always postpone it. You can always submit a 485J supplement. You can always request them to get it within one week. But yeah, a lot of large companies are not giving the 485J supplement uh, unless there is an RFP or an interview, Okay. Yeah. But wouldn't the, the finding a same or similar occupation, wouldn't that take time? Is that a time consuming process on the employer's side? Uh, it takes only one hour, uh, one hour for our office to prepare it. If we have the information. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank okay. Yeah. Next person,
8: please. Praveen.
2: Hey, Rahul. So like, uh, I am on green party area I as
8: well. and. Uh, I mean, I recently don't have worked at the client location, so there are no payroll running for like last few months. So, just a big question. So, I mean, my employee said he can. I mean, you know, right? We can, can match up the payroll. So, does it has to be run as per the H one B LCA or for green card labor? You have a
0: GC You have a is right? Did
8: you
1: say you have a GCEAD? I can't hear you, Mr. Praveen.
2: Yes, Rahul. Yeah, I
8: like I'm on GCEAD.
1: If you're in GCEAD and you don't have a payroll running, you need to consult a lawyer immediately, okay? The payroll, you can ignore the H-1B, but at least for the GC, you need to run under the GC. It match. it has to match the lab remote by the
8: end of
1: the year? Yes, it should. Uh, if not, you have to consult a lawyer, okay? I mean, they, they have their, they, they
2: can do, they can match. Next person, yeah. I mean. next, per, next person, please. Pragati. Hey, hi, Rahul. Uh, I'm actually a newcomer here. So um, here is my situation. So what happened is I was on H4E8 and uh, I got my H1 approved and then uh, my status changed to H1 from 1st of October. Um, so currently I'm on H1B status but the thing mm-hmm. is uh, the same t- not same time after uh, a week um, h1 approved h4 ead also approved uh, that's through my husband's employer but that is effective is it, from wait, wait. next year
1: pragati okay so first your h4 when was your h4 expiring
2: so h uh, the old h4 expires on 31st of december this year
1: 31st but of December 2022. Your H1B is approved in October.
2: October, yes. And attorney. Uh, now,
1: me. then you filed for the H1B exchange. You filed for the H4 extension too, is that right?
2: Yes, yes. But my H4, H-4 extension,
1: wait, wait. The H4 okay. and H4 EAD extension, when did it get approved?
2: So H4 uh, and E8 approved in September 17th, on September 17th. When is your H1
1: we got approved?
2: It's on September 13th.
1: Okay. That's a little bit September 13th and September 17th. So H1 got approved afterwards or H4 got approved
2: afterwards? No, H4 approved after H1. So H1 approved first. uh, That is on September 13th. And on September 16th, H-4 approved. And when I check, but, st- but the
1: start date of H-1B is October 1st. And the first. start date of H-4 is somewhere in December of 2022.
2: Uh, so, they, they this, uh, yeah, it is actually uh, next year, Jan, 1st of Jan.
1: 1st of January of 2023. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you working for the company that filed a H-1B right now?
2: Yes. Yes.
1: What do you want to maintain, H1B or H4? So,
2: yeah, they are companies actually asking me to maintain H1, not H4. So, I am planning to continue H1 um, instead of H4. So, they the suggested best, me to... I, I,
1: it, it, yeah, they suggested you to what?
2: Withdraw H4.
1: Don't. Don't. The one other thing that I would tell you to do is go to Mexico. Mm-hmm have a margarita. Okay. Mexican margaritas are good. And then you come back into United States showing them the H1 approval. Okay. Because it's very hard to determine. I don't know which one is which one. One got approved first. One got approved later. So one thing start date is October 1st. One thing started. Just go and come back and H1B, you know H1B. And why am I telling you not to withdraw the H4? Mm-hmm. If at one year down the line, you want to move to H4, Okay, or you want to move to a different company on H4 EAD, then you have to file the H4 Press EAD and you know it's going to take a long time for you to get it. But if you yeah. don't withdraw it, you can go to Mexico, have a different margarita, and you come back. Okay, okay,
2: okay, so that will be on H1, right? If I this
1: margarita. You, you can, you, you can, you can, you can do H1, H4. You can keep switching on H1, to H4 every week if you want to.
2: Okay. As long as you don't withdraw. Okay. Got
1: it. You see the point? Yes. Yes. Uh, right. Yeah. And I want you to watch this video called Margarita. Uh, but I may do a little bit better than what I already did there. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Watch this video, okay? I'll try to see if I can address the same thing again today on YouTube. Next person, please. This is the last question I will take, and anybody else who have any questions, please post the questions in the message. I will try to answer.
2: hey yes,
5: sir. Yeah. Hey, Rahul, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, I got a RFE for my wife. Uh, she's my dependent. Uh, this is regarding the birth certificate. I know there are a lot of videos, but I'm still uh, confused. Uh, my attorney is saying uh, different way.
1: Wait, you're speaking about 485 application? Is yeah, it 485? Is... Okay, yeah. what do you have right now?
5: Right now I have only mark statement and 10th uh, uh, mark statement and school leaving certificate and college transfer certificate. What about I the non-availability
1: have... certificate? What about non-availability um, certificate?
5: I try to get it, but, you know, every time we go, they come up with different, different, uh, you know, requirement and they are, my father-in-law is tired of going and every time I'm, still he's trying his best, but it's not. We are and not
1: which interested. city, which state is this, Tamil Nadu?
5: Yes, Tamil Nadu.
1: Damn, that state is the worst. Uh,
5: it's been two they years do... trying, yeah.
1: There are different ways of trying in India. I don't have to tell you, Mr. Nizar, Okay, mm-hmm. and if not, though, if they if they are giving any excuses, are they giving the things in writing or telling it? I what I would do is, if necessary, file a court case in uh, in in uh, in the court cases in Indian courts. Though uh, that's one thing, and then in the meantime, respond to them. Look, we are trying to do all these things. And they are still not doing all. uh, They're not still giving it. Okay. Because you need to show the efforts that you're trying to do the non-availability certificate. And then afterwards, I want you to provide Aadhaar card, PAN card, Ration card, Election card, School certificate, any hospital records and all those things. And of course, two affidavits.
5: Okay. Affidavits we already submitted uh, while we are filing. I know.
1: I got it. I got it. I'm just adding it to that. All the rest of the things I told you. Plus the efforts that no, so you're we doing. You need to you submit
5: need to... Again, again the affidavits or same affidavit I can Submit
1: it again, submit it again, is that? Okay, okay, all right. All
5: okay. Right. thank you. Thank you. Thanks.
1: Okay, leave the message, guys. I'll try to answer as much as possible. Medicals were not submitted under EB2 Uh Does USA since rfe reject my green card when the dates are correct? Amar, no, they are not going to reject your green card. They're going to send you an RFE. I am married and working on on H one B. My wife is planning to come on F one visa and pursue masters here. Is it okay? Um, she can, but she needs to disclose that she is married. Um, I don't know why people go for F ones. It's a lot of fees and other things. I don't know why people don't go for H fours. But yeah, technically she can but she has to mention that she's married and she has to mention that you're an H-1B. There is a good chance, there is a chance that she may be rejected. There is a chance she may be approved. If she's approved, she's good. Uh, I have a green card and I ask my green card. I applied, I 90 okay, you have a receipt. I'm in USA right now. I need to travel to India for my father's I raised a ticket to uscas for stamping i 5 okay? but they are not giving appointment for US fielders. What do I do? You can contact the congressman's office. That's all I can do. You did all you can. It depends on how much you cry when you call them. That's all. Uh, they will give an appointment. Uh, Deepak, uh, Deepak, uh, employer A, file EB-3 downgrade. Oh, it's a very long question for me. Um, 5K CBSC. Uh, my wife and I applied EB-1C concurrently. Wow. August 2022, got I-140 approved. Nice. 1024. Post that, 1024, I 485, I got transferred to another office, which is very good. Again, in case, transfer to the new office, which is very good. Yeah, they're transferring it to National Benefit Center. From there, it might have been transferred to the local office. So practically, I mean, Senthil, everything is going perfectly for you. I mean, that's what I would like my case to do. Okay, now finally, Lakshman Goginini gives the dates correctly. Final degree is May 31st, 2013. H-1B approval is June 18th, 2013. October 1st, 2013 is a start date. So practically speaking about, by October 1st, you are not maintaining the H-4 status. Even though you applied for the H-4 on October 1st of 2013, it was October 1st of 2013, the H1 status comes in. You have to make an appointment with a lawyer to make sure that you don't have any future problems because a margarita switch or something like that will be a good thing for you. It'll be a good thing for you. Will be good thing for you. Uh, and that margarita thing, uh, I will give it to you, but I will try to see if I can address it more today in our YouTube live. My sister was deported in 2014. Uh, she received H-1B approval. Her lawyer has not applied for the 221 form yet. And e- emailed embassy in India, they asked to book a counselor appointment and they will discuss it. Is this correct? Should the lawyer not file I-212? Yeah, they, I-212 can be filed or your sister can actually go and present it at the time when she goes for the interview. Both can be done. My perm is filed in May 2022 by you. Where can I check the status if it's approved? You have to con- March 2022. Uh, Vinay Kumar, you have to contact your company though because you can't check it online. Um, you have to contact your company, and we will provide. Right now, they are adjudicating the cases filed in February, uh, January or February of 2022. I have an H-1B visa working uh, remotely. Work from home. LCA has my home address. Nice. Now I move to different address, same zip code, NCT. Do I need to file H-1B amendment? No, not required. You're good. If I get another job offer when my i 485 is spending and sign the new job offer prior to getting the i with, with my current employer, would my intent be questioned at the time of naturalization? I have to say, I've never seen that questioned. I've never seen that question. Thank you guys. Coming for the next conference call will be